Hi guys, I'm your host Nell, and welcome to POV or Me, where we talk about our personal lives, but are also putting our opinions in today's global issues, and are telling short stories like we are today. Now, I haven't been active recently on my podcast and my Spotify because I've been juggling school and just the holiday season. Now, today I'm really excited because we, I'm, you guys have heard a lot about my co-host. For all my stories, and today you are going to be hearing from her for the first time. So her name's Emily. Hi. And today we're going to be talking about a chilling crime story about <gasps> Edward Irvin Murphy. Oh my goodness. Yes. Now before we start, before we start this, I have to give a shout out to Owen Omer. I've heard a lot of feedback from you, and it seems like you really enjoyed my podcast, and you listened to them in the shower, which is kind of weird, but anyway, yeah, he's my number one fan, and I love it. Okay, so today we're going to start off with this chilling crime story. Are you ready, Emily? I am so ready. Awesome. Okay. On December 4th, 1972, seven-year-old Stephen Stainer was kidnapped by a man named Edward Irvin Murphy, who lured the child into his car under the disguise of collecting church donations. Now, I haven't heard that story of how someone (laughs) has lured a child in that way. (laughs) Okay, we'll have to read. When Stephen informed Murphy that his mother might be interested in making a donation, Murphy offered to give him a ride. This was the last anyone saw of Stephen for the next seven years because Murphy brought Stephen to Kenneth Parnell, a well-known pedophile. All right, dang. Well, that's awesome for that kid. (laughs) (laughs) While living in captivity with Parnell, Stephen was informally renamed Dennis. So his new name's Dennis. (laughs) And... (laughs) Forced to pretend that he was Parnell's son. Now remember, Parnell is one of the pedophiles who's now, um, like the guardian or who's in charge of de- in charge yeah, of now yeah. known Dennis. He was Bro, too. What? That makes no sense. Okay, I know. He was too young to understand that he had been kidnapped, and grew up with the understanding that his own parents had voluntarily give given him given him up to Parnell. During the seven years with his captor, Stephen endured constant sexual, emotional, and physiological, whatever, (laughs) physiological abuse. He was, however, allowed to attend school under his newly given name, which is Dennis. Wow. Yeah. That's just crazy thinking. I can imagine the feeling that someone... Like, gave up their kid, but yeah, that must have been horrible. While Stephen was in high school and had grown out of Parnell's parental age, Parnell abducted another child, five-year-old Timmy White. This seemed to be the last straw for Stephen, who decided to take Timothy to the police station and return to Parnell's home by himself. Fortunately, however, when police officers saw him, he recognized him, and they were both reunited with their families. Yay! We love that. Timothy went on to serve as a department deputy 
to the L.A. County Sheriff, but died in 2010 from a pul- pulmonary Im- embolism. Wait, do Steven- we know when he was born? Um, when this, st- when Timothy died? Yeah, the... When Timothy is born, I have no idea. Um, we have no idea. All we know is um, when Stephen was... All we know is Stephen was um, kidnapped when he was seven, and Timothy was abducted when he was five. Ooh, okay. Because I don't think anyone really knows as much about them before this whole kidnapping. Yeah. Anyway, Timothy went on to serve for the... Okay, and died... In 2010, Stephen went on to get married and have children, but died tragically in a motorcycle accident in 1989. That's so sad how both of these, um, both of the victims had died in tragic, tragic, um, ways instead of just, instead of just natural causes, they died tragically. That's really sad. Yeah. Kenneth Parnell, which is the pedophile, was charged with kidnapping and false imprisonment, for which he served five years. That, mm, like, that does not sound right. If I was a judge, I would definitely give him at least 55. 55 at least, yeah. Yeah. He was not charged with the numerous assaults he had committed against Stephen because those crimes had occurred outside the jurisdiction of the Perseid County Prosecutor. Bro, Late- who gives, who gives <laughs> a damn? Like, what? <laughs> Later, however, he was also charged with attempted child trafficking and attempted child mol- molestation, for which he was sentenced for 25 years to life. He died in prison in 2008. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Died in prison. Love that. That's, yeah, we do. Okay, I think we may have time for one more story. All right. Okay, this next story is about J.C. Dugard, rescued by chance after 11 years. So let's read this story. Okay. J.C. went missing on June 10th, 1991, when he was snatched from the when she was snatched from the streets of Mayors, California, as she was walking to the school bus stop. She was 11 years old at the time. Even though her stepfather, Carl Provlin, witnessed the kidnapping, he was unable to catch up to the driver who had lured his stepdaughter into their car. Dumbass. The kidnapper was, com- has, was a convicted sex offender named Philip Gardo, who had spent 11 years in prison before he was released on parole three years before J.C.'s abduction. Wow, okay, so he has, he has already gotten in trouble for um, something before. So he's already, right. yeah. Um, okay, while still in prison, he had gotten married to a fellow inmate's niece, Nancy Baconrigo. Be- hmm. Negra? Negra? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> No, I said Negra. I know, I know. <laughs> Who he moved to Antioch shortly after his release. The couple started a small printing business during this time. After snatching J.C., Garrido attempt, 
kept the 11-year-old hidden away in a labyrinth he had construction he had constructed in his backyard. It consisted of two sheds, one of which was soundproofed, two tents, an outhouse, and a shower. The, in, the entire compound was so well hidden that police officers had no clue of its existence. Even when they conducted a search of his property in 2006, in 2006 and 2008, while he held J.C. captive, he raped her regularly and forced her to raise the two children she had had with him. Okay, so she, he was kind of cheating on his wife, honestly. Yeah. If I'm being honest with you, with a, with a, a minor. That's crazy. Right. Okay. In 2009, Greedo attempted the ca- attended the campus of UC Berkeley, where he spoke with Lisa Campbell, a member of the student of the campus staff, who felt suspicious enough of him to report him to the police. After okay. conducting a background check, Greedo's parole office was contacted and an investigation was launched into the two girls who were found living in his home. Authorities raided Garrido's home and were able to retrieve JC, who who was finally reunited at twenty nine year old, at twenty nine year olds, not <laughs> twenty nine years old. Yeah, so she had That's eleven years. Time. That's eleven years. <gasps> yeah. Oh my god. Where she was reunited at twenty nine years old with her birth mother. Garrido was sentenced to forty four hundred thirty one years to life. While Nancy, well, Nancy received 37 years to life. This couple will be eligible for parole in 2037. See, see, here's the issue. I don't know why judges sentence people to like over a hundred years. I mean, who's gonna live yeah. for who's gonna live for 431 years in yeah, prison? Give them a life sentence by then. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Okay, thank you everyone for watching, and thank you, Emily, for joining me for your first podcast, and most likely, Emily, my co-host, will be on numerous podcasts, probably every one besides Something Happens Where She Can't Be, so look forward to having her on here, and I certainly am, because I get lonely sometimes when I have to do podcasts on my own, (laughs) so thank you so much, Emily, and I appreciate you coming on, and thank you all um for everyone who's listening and i hope you guys enjoyed this so let me know if you guys like these crime stories where we can tell some more thank you guys so much and have a great night bye emily bye